You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Ingles taking a shot tonight. Missed. Fakes the pass. Underhand scoop. Knocked away. Stolen. Turnover. Or a block shot. Fast break, layup, like rinse and repeat. We're just about done in Toronto. We got a minute 41 where the league obligates us to play, and we are down 128 to 106. Jazz are down 40 at the half tonight. That is a real set. It was the largest deficit in franchise history. Hi, this is Donovan Mitchell, and you're listening to Jazz Game Rewind. Hey, this is Andrew Sorensen, and welcome to your Jazz Game Rewind. Well, you heard it there from the voice of the Jazz himself, David Locke. The Jazz would set a not-so-good franchise record tonight, seeing themselves down by 40 at halftime. By the time it was all said and done, they would cut that in half, but that means they still lost by 20 points tonight, 130 to 110. But you know what? It's the Thanksgiving week here. Let's find something to be grateful for. The Jazz would set a second franchise record tonight. This one's a little more positive. After finding themselves down by 40 at halftime, they would then come out in the third and set a franchise record for the largest quarter in franchise history with 49 points in the third. The problem is... The Raptors didn't quite slow down in the third either. They would have 30, so that would mean the Jazz would still be down 21 to start the fourth. But let's be grateful for that and make that the stat of your night. Jazz set a franchise high points in a quarter at 49. And with not much going in the Jazz' favor, that was the highlight of the Jazz night. Let's send it over to David Locke and Ron Boone to hear just how that third quarter sounded. By 40 as Donovan penetrates, kicks to the wing. Conley for three is good. And Mike Conley has three threes tonight, 15 points, and the Jazz are down 23. Abaka right side three over Gobert, no good. And Bogdanovich rebounds. Jazz could get it to 20 here. Donovan driving to the rack, high layup. No, Gobert follows. He's fouled. We have a line on our scorebook or scoreboard or whatever you want to call it. Our stats monitor, I guess, is what you call it. It says biggest lead, and it just looks strange tonight. Toronto, 40. Jazz led by four. It's their largest lead at 11-7, I believe. Maybe 9-5. And that's when the Raptors went on the 23-2 run. Gobert's free throw is good. Pascal Siakam comes off a big Ibaka pick, bounces to a rolling Ibaka, cut off by Conley, back out to Van Vliet. Van Vliet puts on the deck, penetrates, swirls around, bounces inside to Ibaka, jump hook up and out. Rebound loose, Ibaka has it. Kicks to the corner to Van Vliet, 4-3, good. Quickly the Jazz the other way, Bogdanovich left corner three, good. How about that, push the ball ahead of the defense. After a made shot. First three for Bogdanovich. Jazz 90 down 91-69. Siakam. Kicks it up top to Ibaka. Jazz close. 
Terrence Davis penetrates in the lane, lost the ball off Conley or off Abaka, or excuse me, off Siakam out of bounds. Jazz pushing again. Well, at least nothing else. Quinn might get him to run here. Conley. Top to Bogdanovich. Right hand, little runner up in the lane. It's good. 20-point game. 26-9 run by the Jazz. It's got to be more than that, actually. It's got to be. And Van Vliet drives at Conley in the foul. The halftime score was 77-37. And in that quarter, they had scored 40 points in that quarter. So the Jazz, yes, by the way, had the Raptors not scored in the third, we would have been tied at halftime. They scored 37 points in the first quarter. That wouldn't really work that way. So the math ends up right. Right. So the Raptors have scored 14 here, and the Jazz have exploded for 34 points. Van Vliet, first free throw is good. Lead is back up to 21. Second one's good as well. What a year for Fred Van Vliet, averaging... 19 points a game. Everyone complimenting his efforts. Remember, he came off the bench last year. Conley penetrates, floats, scores. Mike Conley finding a rhythm. He's got 17 points. Top to Ibaka. Holding. Hands to Davis. Davis comes off the pick, bounces it back to Ibaka for a mid-range 15-footer. It's good. Ibaka can maneuver the mid-range fairly well. Here's Conley. Driving, kicks out to Donovan. Ball fakes a three, penetrates, low dribble, wraparound pass. Conley, right corner three. Good, what a pass from Donovan. Jazz within 19. So when it comes down to it, I think that the Jazz are just tired. They're tired of being on the road. They, as we know, they they missed being at home for Thanksgiving. Um, they've just had an exhausting road trip. And I think coming off of a bad loss, to Indiana, uh, this game got away from them very early. They had seven turnovers in the opening quarter, which led to 13 Raptors points. And I think they just didn't have the aggression and the energy to push it back. They came out firing in the third. They had, as we know, a franchise best third quarter. And uh, it still was not enough. And I think that when you give an effort like they gave in that third quarter and you still look up the scoreboard and see you're down by 21 points, uh, it's demoralizing. And I think the Jazz head to Philadelphia tomorrow. They play a second game of a back-to-back, and then they come home. And I hope that we see them come out tomorrow night with a little more aggression in that first half, and hopefully they can steal one from Philadelphia. Uh, We know that's not going to be an easy task, but I think that the Jazz, with the defensive power that they have, you know, they might come out and surprise us. But let's not turn this page quite yet. Let's look for some positives uh, in this game. Your player of the game is going to be Mike Conley, who would lead all Jazz scorers with 20 points. He would go four for six from behind the arc. Conley is continuing to show that those early season woes are kind of behind him. And I think that the Jazz are benefiting from what they thought they were going to get out of him when they made that trade. Another bright spot because of the position the Jazz were in tonight, finding themselves down by such a great margin. Exum got a lot of playing time, and I I think that's going to help him kind of get back into rhythm. He would finish the night with a season-high nine points. He would play 11 minutes. He would be three for four from the field and made a three. And I hope that those minutes that he got tonight are going to continue to help him get back into rhythm after missing such an extended period of time. And he can be another asset off the bench for the Jazz moving forward. 
forward. One more thing to note, Ed Davis would make his return tonight after being out with a broken leg. He would play 13 minutes. He would only add two points, but had seven boards. Now, if you are looking for more coverage on this game or after any game, you can do this. Head on over to utahjazz.com slash lockedonjazz, and you will find there David Locke's game notes, Empty in the Noggin, where he bullet points his thoughts and impressions that he had throughout the game. And you can also listen to his postcast with Ron Boone as they break down the game that they just called and their thoughts and impressions, and they'll take questions. So always subscribe to his Twitter, because then you will be able to ask him questions immediately following the game and maybe hear his answer on the air. Now, the Jazz have been on a long road trip. They get back and they take on LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and the Los Angeles Lakers, the number one team in the West. You do not want to miss this opportunity to see LeBron and Anthony Davis together. You can always get your tickets at utahjazz.com. Now that's going to do it for this edition of your Jazz Game Rewind. Thank you for listening. I'm Andrew Sorensen, and I hope to see you on Wednesday night.